For I am crucified with Christ And yet I live Embrace the cross Where Jesus Welcome to Crossbound Ministries where we are bringing the gospel of Jesus Christ to the world, encouraging Christians and pointing sinners to the cross. Will you please pray about supporting our broadcast and ministry that gives us the ability to spread God's word. You can get involved by going to crossboundministry.com. Please welcome our preacher, Mike Sadler, as he brings us an important message from God's word. Embrace the love James chapter 5 and verse number 13 is where we'll start today. James chapter 5 and verse number 13, if you'd like to turn there. And today I want to talk to you about being afflicted, being healed, the prayer of faith. In other words, the prayer of faith. James chapter 5 verse 13 says, Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. It says, any among you afflicted? All of us have been afflicted a little bit now. Some have a lot more than others. But don't compare yourself to other Christians or other people. That's not your walk that God has given you. God has given you your walk with him. So we're not all called to the same thing. We don't all go through the same things. So is any among you afflicted? Question mark. Are you afflicted today? You know, we, we have to see those things. that they, they came from God. They came through God. If you're a child of God, anything that got to you, hurt you, harmed you, or somebody attacked you, had to go through the hand of God to get to you. And so we must see these problems, these afflictions, as such. Just as Job. Satan couldn't attack Job. He had to first go to God. And get permission to even touch Job or his family or anything around him. And so we should see God as our our first great cause for all that comes into our life. Good or the bad things he may allow. allow. He doesn't cause the bad things, but he may allow it that good may come out of it. Is any among you afflicted? Let him what? Pray. Pray. If you read from verse 13 to verse 20 to the end of this chapter, the word prayer, prayer is used, I believe, seven times, seven times over and over. God is telling us to pray. And you know what we do? We phone a friend. We call somebody. We write somebody. We text somebody. We post something on Facebook. We, we worry, worry, and tell this person, tell it like something's going to change. And the last thing we do is we go, well, the only thing I can do is pray. But that's the absolute best thing and where we should absolutely start is with prayer, is with talking to God first. Because God's the only one that can do anything about it. Phoning a friend is not going to do anything except for it might give you a little comfort from talking to a friend. There's nothing wrong with that. But the first person that you should reach out to is God and you do that through prayer. And the Bible says if you're afflicted, you need to pray pray and he goes on to say is any merry 
Are you happy? Do you have a song in your heart? Let him sing psalms. And I've noticed that about myself, that uh, when I'm happy in the Lord, I don't have to stop and think about it. It's just a song will come out of my heart. It might be a hymn we sung on Sunday. It might be Amazing Grace. It might be something of that nature, but it just naturally flows out of the heart because my heart is full of joy to the Lord. Amen. He says, any married, let him sing psalms because it feels good you can praise god with song amen look with me down verse 14 verse 14 james chapter 5 verse 14 he says is any sick among you question mark let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him anointing him with oil in the name of the lord is any among you sick? We have a lot of sick people here in America. I know we have, we're have we so-called very advanced medically, but we certainly have a lot of sick people, a lot of problems. A lot of people get diagnosed every day. And here he says, call for the elders. So obviously in that time, there was church officers. There was elders already there. They already existed. Whether they were appointed or voted in, I, I don't know. But the Bible says that they're elders and that we should go to them when we have that problem. Call for the elders that they may sit, they may get a hold of God in the church. Let them pray over him, anointing them with oil. Now the oil is just a symbol. The oil does not do anything. But the oil is a symbol. In the, in the Bible, oil is a symbol of the Holy Spirit. And let me just tell you, that's where the power is at. The power is in the Holy Spirit. The Comforter, the Bible calls him. He's the one that can change things inside of you spiritually and, I believe, physically. Amen. He says, anoint him with oil and pray. Now, that oil doesn't do one thing for you. And I know there are people that are just scared to death. They don't do nothing like that, anointing them with oil and praying for them. But that's what the Bible says to do. Whatever you call yourself, whatever nomination you are, let's look at what the Bible says. The Bible says anointing them with oil. Just know that the oil is nothing more than a symbol of the Holy Spirit, the power of God on you. And as the elders will pray for you. And listen, what the Bible says, anointing him with the oil in what? In the name of of the Lord, in the name of the Lord. That's where the power comes from, from God Almighty, from the Father, Son, the Holy Ghost, the three in one. It is a symbol of the Holy Spirit. And that is the what gives a person the power to change spiritually, mentally, physically. The power comes from God and it works through you as a Christian the Holy Spirit is within you and so he's calling on that to heal you now let's just stop right there there's a lot of faith healers so-called faith healers out there and they people come from all around if they have a meeting and people in wheelchairs and people with several palsy and people with cancer and, and they call for these such faith healers, and there's many big names out there. You can think of one, but let me just tell you, those people are wrong. Those people are predators. 
those people are praying on others. The Bible says that you're supposed to go to the elders of your church, of your local church, where they know you, where you're invested, where you can call upon them, not some guy that, that's on TV or some people that's having a meeting, but the elders of the church. That's what it says. That's a not singular, by the way. It says elders. That's plural. It's more than one. There's not some one guy running around waving his hands, making funny noises, and trying to get people knocked over and heal them. No, the Bible says go to the elders of your local church and talk to them and tell them your affliction that they may anoint you with oil in the name of the Lord and pray over you. These so-called phony faith healers are, are phony baloney, if you want to get technical. That's the technical term for it. And listen to me, they will have their place in hell. Don't you know God Almighty will judge them harshly for using his name falsely. They are false prophets. And the Bible tells you exactly what's going to happen to them, where they're going to go, and who they're going to be with. In Revelations chapter 20 and verse number 10, the Bible says, And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophets are, and shall be tormented day and night, forever and ever. God has a place. He's going to put them, and they will be judged very harshly for being false prophets. You remember that, what the Bible says. It's not some guy on TV or some evangelist. It's the elders of your local church that you're supposed to go to and ask them to pray for you, anointing you with oil, trusting in God in the name of the Lord, because it's God that does the work. They are just going to call upon the Lord for you on your behalf, as the Bible says. Amen. And verse 15 tells us, And the prayer of the faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. The prayer of the faith shall save the sick. Now it's got to be in God's divine, perfect, and holy will. It has nothing to do with you. These phony faith healers will go and they'll say, well, it's because you don't have enough faith. No, no, that's nowhere in the Bible. The Bible says the elders are supposed to pray for you and it's God that does the healing. Amen. It's not because you don't have enough faith. It's because they are phony. That's the problem. But you do this. It does for in order for you to be healed. It does have to be in God's divine Will. Now listen, think about this. Jesus didn't heal everybody. Jesus healed some people. He did, and I'm sure he healed lots of people. But he did not heal everybody of their physical problems. Just like not everybody's going to be healed when you go before the elders. But listen, when it's God's will and God has work for you to do for him, and it's what he has for your life, then God is going to hold true to his word and just what the verse says in verse 15, the prayer of the faith shall save the sick. Now listen, sickness is not necessarily 
not necessarily a punishment for the result of some specific sin that somebody has done in their life. Though it may be in such case, they may have caught some disease from things they weren't supposed to be doing. But you can't look at somebody and just say, well, I know they got cancer because of this. No, no, that's between them and the Lord. There are some sicknesses that result from sin, but the truth is all sicknesses result from sin. Because when Adam sinned, he brought sin into the world. And he brought illness and sickness and problems and disease and hurt. So all sickness can be traced back to sin. It can. So you can't just put it on that person and say, well, they did something. Well, they might have, but that's between them and the Lord, and it's got nothing to do with you. So as, as members of the church, the elders, we should always be, be ready and willing to give encouragement and support whatever kind is needed. Love and prayer to those that are ill, to those that need it. Amen. God will heal the ill person if it's in his sovereign, divine will. And listen to me, all prayers, all prayers are subject to God's will. Not just praying to heal somebody, but all prayers. Because there's many times I've prayed for something and God knew I didn't need it. At the time, I thought I had to have it. I got to get it. I got to have it. But just like as a parent looks at a little child and say, no. You can't have that right now. It'll hurt you. You don't know what to do with that, and you can't handle that. And that's how God looks at us sometimes. So thank God for some unanswered prayers. So all prayers are subject to God's divine will. And verse 16 tells us, and this is a hard verse. This is a hard verse to do. It's a hard verse to live out. It's a hard. It's hard to open up to people and show them who you really are. Show them your weak side. Show them your problem. Show them your flaws. But in verse 16, it tells you to do just that. The Bible says, confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. The Bible says, confess your faults one to another. Notice it doesn't say sins. It says faults. It's specific. And a fault, that's a defect in your character. And before you think I'm attacking you, we all have faults in our character. Lord knows that I do, and I have to work on those things each and every day. And so that person should open up and, and either make right who they have wronged, confess their faults, say, hey, I struggle with this, I get mad, and I let my mouth shoot off, and I say things that hurt people, and I shouldn't, and that's a character in my, that's a flaw in my character. That's what it's talking about, confessing your faults. And listen, Christians can also gain strength by sharing their struggles of faulty behavior. By consulting with mature Christians as the elders, that they may pray for you. And somebody that you can trust, confess your faults, that they, they may give you some advice. They may pray for you. They may say, hey, I used to have that struggle. Hey, I know how that feels. Hey, let me pray and ask God 
to help you. And we, we should be ready to pray for them, encourage them, give them assurance that, that God cares for them and wants the best for them. Because this is, the, this is one thing, this is one of Satan's tool, tools that he uses to discourage believers and keep you. He wants to keep you from living a victorious Christian life. But when you do what the Bible says, listen, it doesn't matter what happens on the outside of you. When the battle on the inside of you is won, like Paul said, he had he battled daily. He said, I died daily. And so it's a daily fight. But when you're winning that battle on the inside of you, that spiritual and flesh battle that's going on, because the Bible says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places oh how it's easy to look at other people and go man they did this they said that listen they did but the real battle the real battle is spiritual and man if the devil can keep your eyes on other people instead of on the where the real battle is he can truly keep you discouraged he most certainly can and so we should Love one another, pray for one another, strengthen one another, but also be able to confess our faults one to another. And it's, it's listen, it's never easy. It doesn't matter who you're talking to. It's never easy to tell somebody what's wrong with you or the problems that you have or the flaws that you have. Because like I said, we all have character flaws, everybody everybody has one or the other they have more than one we all do and the bible says the effectual fervent prayer an effective prayer energized by the holy spirit can accomplish a great deal when a christian keeps sin out of their life they've confessed the sins they've walking with god they're in the word the spirit is strong with them they can reach out and talk to god with a powerful prayer and they can accomplish much the bible says a great deal huge amount not that they accomplish it but god does he may have done it through them amen and so the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much and let's just stop there and say lady also because there are a lot of mighty prayer warriors that can get a hold of god that are ladies I know that my grandma was anytime you needed prayer or you wanted you just needed help and you wanted somebody to get a hold of God on your behalf. Listen, you could go to her and you could tell by the words that she said, the tone in her voice, and the way that she said it. But she was talking to God and God was listening. And so there are many mighty prayer warriors that are ladies. And thank you for that. Amen. Verse number 17 says, Elias was a man subject to like passions as we are, and he prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. Man, that's a long time, isn't it? In other words, he prayed with power. Do you pray with power? Do you pray knowing and believing that? 
And you're assured that God Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth, the moon and the stars, the sun and the sea, the ones whose words are so powerful that he spoke all that we see into existence with his mere words. Listen, do you believe that you are getting a hold of him, that his ears are open to you and he's hearing your prayer? Amen. An effective prayer energized and powered by the Holy Spirit can accomplish a huge deal. It most certainly can. And it says here that this man, Elias, was a man subject like passions as we are. In other words, he was a normal person like we are. Sometimes we get this idea that these people in the Bible were spiritual giants that, that, that we on a level we could never reach. But that's not the truth. The truth is they were people they were messed up people just like me and just like you they were normal people the bible says elias was a man subject like passions as we are and he prayed earnestly he prayed with an honest heart he had confessed his sins he was getting a hold of god and listen there's something about going to god with a pure heart and you have pure intentions and pure motives, and you know it and you can feel it, that God hears your prayer. The Bible says the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. In other words, it accomplishes a lot. And this man prayed, and it didn't rain for three years and six months. Verse 18 says, And he prayed again. And the heaven gave rain, and the earth brought forth much fruit. It brought forth much fruit. It had been without because the lack of rain it had withheld. But this man prayed, it rained, and the, the ground, the earth brought forth a lot of fruit. And verse 19 says, Brethren, if any of you do err from the truth, and one convert him. The truth, what truth? The gospel message, the gospel message of Jesus Christ, the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, that Jesus died on the cross, but he didn't just die on that cross. He died on that cross and he bore the sins of the world. And the Bible says when he died that he ascended into the heart of the earth for three days and three nights. And when he arose, he had the keys to death hell and the grave he had defeated it he has power over it and that's why i know that i can put my faith and trust in him there's no other so-called god that has ever come back to life muhammad's dead and he's still dead buddha's dead and he's still dead and all the rest of them you can put in there they're dead and they're still dead but listen to me jesus christ beat death hell and the grave defeated it he has power of it power over it and he rose again the third day amen and when you get saved that same power that rose jesus from the dead will move inside of you a piece of the holy spirit amen and you will forever be with the lord and our last verse says let him know that he which converteth the sinner from the error of his way shall save a soul from death and shall hide a multitude of sin. Don't you know God puts much value on that? 
When you tell a, a sinner, a lost person, how to be saved, listen, he sent his only son to die on the cross so that you could do that, so you could tell somebody how to be saved when they put their faith and trust in him. And that's what he says, shall save a soul from death, the second death, from death, hell, and the grave. Why? So that they could forever be with the Lord. And I ask you today, have you ever repented of your sins. Ask God for forgiveness for being a sinner. Turn from that sin and put your faith and trust in the finished work that Jesus did on the cross. Amen. We pray you have been blessed by today's message. If you have been saved or are in need of a prayer, please contact us at 352-247-9200. That's 352-247-9200. 9200. Thank you for tuning in to Crossbound Ministries radio broadcast. Will you please pray about supporting our ministry and broadcast? You can go to crossboundministry.com or send your support or a gift to P.O. Box 7, Inverness, Florida, 34451. That's P.O. Box 7, Inverness, Florida, 34451. For a gift of $10 or more, we will send you a booklet. Please pray for us as our ministry and radio broadcast grows. Tune in every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. to hear a message from our preacher, Mike Sadler. You can follow Crossbound Ministry on Facebook, YouTube, and visit us on the web at crossboundministry.com. If you are a pregnant woman in need of help, there is hope. You can reach out to the Citrus Pregnancy Center. There are locations in Inverness and in Crystal River. Their phone number is 352-341-5176. That's 352-341-5176. This broadcast has been sponsored in part by Henley's Grading Incorporated for all your land clearing and hauling needs. Located in Hernando, Florida, 352-897-3507. That's 352-897-3507. This program is sponsored by Crossbound Ministry of Inverness, Florida.